Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Stories of Mahabharata Retold by Shudipta Bhaumik Welcome, dear friends, to another episode of The Stories of Mahabharata. In the last episode, we heard the tale of Rishi Agastya and how Agastya drank the waters of the ocean, leaving it dry. After listening to Agastya's story, Yudhishthira asked, Rishi Lomasha, please tell us, how did the oceans get filled with water once again? Lomasha said, Long ago there lived a king named Sagar of the Ikshashu dynasty. The king didn't have any sons. Advised by spiritual gurus, King Sagar along with his two queens, went to the Kailash mountains to pray to Lord Shiva for a child. With Shiva's blessings, the king had 60,000 sons from his first wife and only one son from his second wife. When the sons grew up, Sagar decided to perform the horse sacrifice or Ashwamedha Yagna. The sacrificial horse roamed around the country with 60,000 princes in guard. One day, the horse wandered down to the edge of the dry ocean and disappeared. Sagar's sons were worried. They searched every inch of the surrounding meadows but couldn't find the horse. They dug into the ocean bed and killed any living being that came their way. At last... On the northeast edge of the ocean floor, they found the horse grazing near the hermitage of Rishi Kapil. The Sagar sons thought Kapil must have stolen the horse. The angry princess attacked Kapil to punish him. But the moment the Rishi's blazing eyes fell on them, the 60,000 princess burned to ashes in an instant. King Sagar was heartbroken. He had banished his second wife's only son, Asamanja, for Asamanja used to kill innocent young boys by throwing them into the river. Now, the king was left with no son. Asamanja had a son named Anshuman. Sagar called Anshuman and said, My dear grandson, you will have to save me from this misfortune. Go to Rishi Kapil and get the sacrificial horse by any means. Anshuman went to Rishi Kapil's hermitage 
and begged for his forgiveness. The Rishi was pleased with Anshuman's prayers. He gave back Anshuman the horse and said, Take the horse back to your grandfather and complete the sacrifice. However, your uncle's souls will go to heaven only when the waters of Ganga touch their ashes. One day, your grandson would please Lord Shiva to bring Ganga and rescue your uncles. Anshuman came back to his grandfather and the sacrifice was completed. After King Sagar died, Anshuman became the king. Anshuman's son was Dilip and Dilip's son was Bhagirath. When Bhagirath became the king, he handed over the duties of the kingdom to his ministers and left for the Himalayas. There he began his worship of Ganga. After many, many years of arduous worship, Ganga appeared before Bhagirath in person. Bhagirath bowed down before Ganga and said, O mother, Rishi Kapil's curse has burnt 60,000 of my ancestors to ashes. I pray, please, drench their ashes with your waters. Only then they would be able to achieve their salvation. Ganga blessed Bhagirath and said, I will fulfill your wish. But when I fall from the heavens, nothing can withstand my force except Lord Shiva. I suggest you worship Lord Shiva and please him. And then ask him to hold me in his head when I fall from the heavens. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Bhagirath followed Ganga's advice and pleased Lord Shiva with his worship. Then the mighty Ganga plunged from the heavens down into Lord Shiva's head. The matted hair on Shiva's head buffered the impact. From there, the waters of Ganga flowed down to the earth. Bhagirath let the mighty river to the plains, down to the ocean. The waters of Ganga flowed into the ocean bed, and once again, the oceans filled up with water. The ashes of King Sagar's son were drenched by the holy waters, and their salvaged souls departed for the heavens. Lomasha concluded his story.
The Pandava entourage then continued their journey. They crossed the mighty Nanda and Aparananda rivers. They also crossed the Rishwakut mountains and arrived at the banks of the river Kaushiki. Lomasha pointed at a hermitage and said, There, there you see, is the hermitage of the great Rishi Vishwamitra. The great sage Bibhandaka of the Kashyapa clan also had his hermitage there. The mystic powers of his son, Rishwasringa, caused rains during the great drought. His story is worth listening. The Pandavas once again gathered round the Rishi to listen to the tale of Rishwasringa. Lomasha said, Rishwasringa was a powerful young sage. He devoted his life in practicing austerities and learning the scriptures. His father, Rishi Bibhandaka, kept Rishwasringa isolated from all other humans, especially women. Hence, Rishwasringa was never aware of the opposite sex. During that time, there lived in the kingdom of Anga a king named Lomapada. Lomapada once ill-behaved with the Brahmins and priests of his kingdom, for which the Brahmins deserted him. Lord Indra punished the king by not allowing any rain to fall on his soil. The drought caused severe hardship to the people of his kingdom. He asked for help from a rishi. The rishi said, Fetch the young sage Rishwasringa to your kingdom, and rains will pour from the heavens. Lomapada consulted his ministers. They said, It won't be easy to get Rishwasringa. His father protects him from all external influences, and any request to bring him to the palace would fall on deaf ears. The king then called some of his best courtesans and asked them to seduce Rishwasringa and bring him to the palace. The courtesans refused. They were scared that the powerful Rishi would get angry and curse them for their indiscretion. When the king was about to give up, an old courtesan came forward and said, O king, I can bring Rishwasringa to your kingdom, but you will have to provide me with all that I need. The king agreed. The courtesan then transformed a large boat to a hermitage. She built a beautiful hut surrounded by gardens on the deck of the boat. And then, with few pretty young women, she set sail for Bibhandaka's hermitage. Arriving at their destination, the courtesan anchored the boat to the river bank and looked for Rishi Bibhandaka. Bibhandaka was not in his hermitage. He had left his ashram to collect his weekly supplies. The courtesan then sent her beautiful young daughter to Rishwasringa with plenty of sweets to eat and wine to drink. When Rishwasringa saw the courtesan's daughter, he was blown away. He had never seen a prettier human form before. The girl 
sat down beside Rishwasringa and said, Oh Rishi, I have heard so much about you that I couldn't help myself from coming here to see you. She gently caressed Rishwasringa's arms and said, How are you, my dear? Do you have all your needs satisfied? Do you have enough food to eat? Her touch caused shivers of pleasure in the young Rishi's body. He stood up and said, Who are you? What hermitage do you come from? I have never seen a more beautiful person like you. How can I worship you? How can I please you? The courtesan's daughter laughed and said, No, no, my dear, you don't have to please me. To please you is my religion. I have brought this delicious food and drink for you. Allow me to feed you and then allow me to worship you by caressing and embracing you. The courtesan's daughter mesmerized the dumbfounded Rishi. She fed him the most delicious sweetmeats. She gave him the sweetest wine to drink. Then she played and toyed with the young Rishi. She embraced him, kissed him, caressed him. Then she left the intoxicated Rishi in a dreamy state and went back to her boat. Rishwasringa had never experienced such pleasure in his life. He was in a trance. When Bibhandaka came back and found his son in a state of stupor, he asked, What happened, my son? I see you are distracted and tired. You look like you are intoxicated. Who did this to you? With dreamy eyes, Rishwasringa said, A young Rishi with long hairs was here. He was neither tall nor short. His skin was like gold and his eyes were like lotus petals. He was as beautiful as the gods. His body was soft and his voice was like music. His clothes were not coarse like ours. They were smooth and soft. He kissed me with his soft lips and it felt like I was in heaven. He embraced me with his soft arms and it gave me immense pleasure. He gave me the most delicious fruits, fruits I never had before, fruits that didn't have any skin to peel, no seeds inside. He gave me a sweet drink that made me so happy. My my world was spinning around me. He likes me and I like him, Father. Father, I miss him. I want to go to him. I want to spend my life with him. Bibandaka knew that no god had visited his son. The person must be a woman who has seduced his naive son. But he didn't want to reveal the secret. He said, It was a demon who visited you. The demons take up attractive forms to distract us from our religious practice. You shouldn't pay any attention to them. The demon has intoxicated you with wine. No pious man should drink wine. Forget that evil being and concentrate on your studies. Bivandaka then went out to find the woman. He searched the forest but couldn't find a trace of that mysterious lady. After three days, when Bibhandaka 
went out to fetch some fruits and roots for the hermitage, the courtesan's daughter came back to Rishwasringa. Rishwasringa was ecstatic to see her. He held her hands and said, Please, please take me with you to your ashram before my father returns. Please. The girl was delighted to hear this. She held Rishwasringa's hand and said, Come with me, darling. I will take you to my hermitage, my ashram. She took Rishwasringa to the camouflaged boat, which the naive young man thought to be her hermitage. And as the courtesan girls pleasured the young Rishi, the boat left its moorings and sailed towards the kingdom of Anga. As per the old courtesan's instructions, King Lomapada had built a beautiful hermitage on the river bank of Anga where the boat anchored. The king welcomed Rishwasringa and invited him inside the hermitage. The moment Rishwasringa stepped on the ground, dark clouds covered the skies and rains began to fall. The people of Anga hailed Rishwasringa for this miracle. Lomapada's wish was fulfilled. The happy king gave his daughter Shanta in marriage to Rishwasringa and requested him to stay in his palace. The young Rishi accepted the offer with pleasure. When Bibhandaka came back to his hermitage and found his son Rishwasringa missing, he was furious. He guessed it must have been King Lomapada's design to abduct his son. Without wasting any time, Bibhandaka departed for Champa, the capital city of Anga, on foot. After a long trek for many, many days, the thirsty, hungry and tired Rishi arrived on the outskirts of Anga to a farmer's village. The farmers welcomed the Rishi with due respect, offered him a delicious meal and a nice bed to rest. The next morning, Bibhandaka asked the farmers, My good man, I am pleased with your hospitality. You seem to be happy and prosperous. I am curious to know who is your king. The farmer said, O oh, great Rishi, all that we have is because of your son's generosity. Without his blessings, you would have been dead. The farmers told Bibhandaka the story of Rishwasringa's miracle. Bibhandaka was pleased to hear the glorious tale of his son. He left the farmer's house and went to visit King Lomapada. Lomapada greeted him with great respect and honor. Rishwasringa and his wife Shanta bowed down to Bibhandaka and asked for his forgiveness. Bibhandaka blessed his son and daughter-in-law and went back to his hermitage. Rishwasringa stayed in Anga for a few more years and after the birth of his son, he too left the palace and went back to his father. Lomasha finished his tale 
and looked at the Pandavas. Yudhishthira said, O great sage, we are blessed to be able to listen to these wonderful stories of these great men and women from you. We feel energized and invigorated to travel more and know more. Please, please lead us to our next destination. Lomasha smiled and said, Next, we go to the Mahendra mountains and meet the great sage Parashurama, the sixth incarnation of Lord Vishnu. The Stories of Mahabharata is written, directed and told by Shudipta Bamek. Audio engineering, original music and sound design by Avi Ziv. Find us online at facebook.com slash Mahabharata podcast. Join the group for updates and news. Subscribe to the podcast using iTunes or any other podcast catcher. On Twitter, we are at Mahabharat Audio. The podcast is distributed under the Creative Commons non-commercial license. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And now for some late-breaking news, the podcast is also available as a book, Dwapar Kata, The Stories of Mahabharata, published by HarperCollins, India. 